worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Psalms, Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Verses 1-6, through six, all of Psalm 1. Father, thank you once again for the wonderful and blessed privilege of being able to read your word. Thank you for the opportunity we have of being able to open your word every day of our lives and hear from heaven, to hear from you, to hear your words of wisdom, your words of blessing, your words of grace, your words of empowerment that will bless our lives in so many ways. More and more, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word and empower us all to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Our producer is Rick Roberts, and Rick is going to share a word of prayer at this time as well. Father, we're so thankful that we can approach your throne today, and we recognize it's because of your precious Son, Jesus, who died on the cross for sinners like us. Father, help us to fall more and more in love with your word, more and more in love with uh, with you, Father. We want to know you more and more. We want to boast not in ourselves, but to boast in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. And we continue to remind you we're still receiving and gathering a listener testimonies and listener stories that we'll look forward to use in our upcoming spring share-a-thon just a few weeks away. If the Lord has used American Family Radio to strengthen you, to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, to strengthen and encourage you and your family in your life uh, of discipleship as a family, we really would like to hear from you. You can simply call and share for a minute or two. Call this number, one 876 Again, that's one 876 And you just might hear your listener testimony during our spring share again just a few weeks away. Hope to hear from you. We are very honored and blessed to have with us some special guests with us today. We have three young folks that just happen to be the grandchildren of our producer, Rick Robertson, we have with us today, who will be doing Bible reading for us, Garris and Aurora and Maya. Garris, Aurora, and Maya, how are you all today? Good. Good. All Thank right. you, Great, Great to have you all on today, and really appreciate I know you all probably keep pretty busy schedules, so we appreciate you taking time to come on today. And you all were going to read scripture for us today, and so we were going to start with Garris. And uh, Garris, uh, good to have you. And you were going to read a uh, sh- read a share a passage of scripture with us first. Would you go right ahead? Okay. Okay. Job thirty three one through five. 
Okay. But please, Job, hear my speech and listen to all my words. Now I open my mouth, my tongue speaks in my mouth, my words come from my upright heart, my lips utter pure knowledge, the Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me. Life, if you can answer me, set your words in order before me, take your stand. All right, Garris. Thank you. You're an excellent reader. Thank you. Pete and the gang, they really appreciated hearing hearing you read as well. So, all right. That's my favorite Bible verse. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know that. I'm glad to know that then. So, again, I appreciate you sharing that. And, uh... Uh, Garris, can you tell me why do you think it's important for children and young people to read their Bibles every day? To thank God. Well, if it encourages them to thank God, that's a great reason. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So thank you again, Garris, for coming on and reading for us. We really, really do appreciate that. And next we're going to hear from Aurora. Let's see, Garris is seven years old. Now we're going to hear from Aurora, and Aurora is 11 years old. Uh, Aurora, I'll go right ahead. Psalm 119, verse 9 through 11. How can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? With my whole heart I sought you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have in my heart so that I might not sin against you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Again, that was Kitty the church cat. She appreciated hearing your reading as, read as well. So... Thank you, Aurora. Now, Aurora, Aurora, do you have a favorite Bible chapter or verse? Yep, the one that I just read. The one you just read, that was your favorite. Okay, great, great then. So, and my understanding is you all have a dog named Coco as well, right? Yes, sir. Okay, does Coco, does he read too? No, not not yet, not yet. Okay, okay. Well, maybe you all just uh, take a little more time with him to help and teach him, and maybe he'll start reading his Bible sometime soon as well. So, all right, we're going to hear from Maya. Maya is 13 years old, and Maya is going to share a passage of Scripture for us as well. Maya, go right ahead. Okay. Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on the earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the the upright there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteousness. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desires upon the enemies, upon his enemies. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. All right, man. 
All right. That was Howard, the heavenly-minded horse. He appreciated hearing you read as well, Maya. So thank you all again so much for coming on and reading. Again, Garris, Aurora, and Maya, it's a blessing to have you on. And uh, you all, again, are great readers, and hopefully we can get you all to come back on again sometime in the future. Is that a possibility? Uh, Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you all so much, and I'm sure Granddad is proud that all of y'all were willing to come on and share. Thousands of people will be blessed and encouraged by your Bible reading, too. And, uh, oh, and Pete, the prayer pup, wanted me to say if Coco will give him a call, he said he'll teach him how to read his Bible. So, okay. So, but thank you all again for being with us today. And we hope to have you again sometime in the not too distant future, okay? Yep. Thank you, Pastor Joseph. Thank you again. An honor to have you all. And thank you. All of you all, and you be blessed, okay? You too, thank you. All right, and again, we just heard from Garris and Aurora and Maya. They are our producer, Rick Robertson's grandchildren, and it was a privilege to have them to come on and read the Word of God. And let me say to our listeners, uh, we're grateful to have young people to come on and read Scripture because it can bless and encourage other young people as well as adults, too. So if you have a, a child, grandchild, a young person who would like to come on and read, get in touch with us. We would be honored to have them to come on. My number is 662-844-5036, extension 381. Again, we would look forward to having them to come on and read God's precious and powerful Word as well. And today, for the balance of the broadcast, we're continuing reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Exit, excuse me, the book of Genesis, picking up now Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. Then Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran. And they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the terebinth tree of Moreh, and the Canaanites were then in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountain east of Bethel. And he pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. So Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to dwell there, for the famine was severe in the land. And it came to pass, when he was close to entering Egypt, that he said to Sarai his wife, Indeed, I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore it will happen when the Egyptians see you, that they will say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake, and that I will live because of you. So it was when Abram came into Egypt that the Egyptians saw the woman, that she was very beautiful. 
The princes of Pharaoh also saw her and commended her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. He treated Abram well for her sake. He had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male and female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. So Pharaoh commanded, so Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. Genesis chapter 13. Then Abram went up with him from Egypt, and he and his wife and all that he had and, and Lot with him. To the south, Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai, to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Lot also who went with Abram had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not, not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwelt in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. Verses 1 through 9, Genesis chapter 13. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As we're reading through the Word of God, we'll be right back.
Planet Shakers with Only Way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in Genesis chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Then Abram went up from Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had, and Lot with him to the south. Abram was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journey from the south as far as Bethel to the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Ai to the place of the altar which he had made there at first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Lot also who went with Abram had flocks and herds and tents. Now the land was not able to support them that they might dwell together, for their possessions were so great that they could not dwell together. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. The Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwelt in the land. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are brethren. Is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. Or if you go to the right, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go toward Zoar. Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated from each other. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. But the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked and sinful against the Lord. And the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which I see, for all the land which you see, I give to you, and your descendants forever. And I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Arise, walk in the land through its length and its width, for I give it to you. Then Abram moved his tent and went and dwelt by the terebinth tree, the terebinth trees of Mamre, which are in Hebron, and built an altar there to the Lord. Genesis chapter 14. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Kedorlaomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that they made war with Bera, king of Sodom, Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar. All these joined together in the valley of Sidim, that is, the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Kedorlaomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. In the fourteenth year, Kedorlaomer and the kings that were with him came and attacked the Rephaim 
in Ashtaroth Karnaim, the Zuzim in Ham, the Emem in Shaveh Kiriathayim, and the Horites in their mountain of Seir, as far as El Paran, which is by the wilderness. Then they turned back and came to En Mishpat, that is Kadesh, and attacked all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites who dwelt in Hazazan Tamar. And the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, went out and joined together in battle in the valley of Sidim against Kedar Laomer, king of Elam, Tidal, king of nations, Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elisar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Sidim was full of asphalt pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. Some fell there, and the remainder fled to the mountains. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their provisions, and went their way. They also took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Then one who had escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshcol and brother of Aner, and they were allies with Abram. Now when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his three hundred and eighteen trained servants who were born in his own house and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servants attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as the women and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shaveh, that is, the king's valley, after his return from the defeat of Kedarlaomer and the kings who were with him. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was the priest of God Most High, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And he gave him a tithe of all. Now the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord, God Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich, except only what the young men have eaten, and the portion of the young men who went with me, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. Let them take their portion. Genesis chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. 
I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abram said, Look, you have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven, and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your, so shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Then he said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, how shall I know that I shall inherit it? So he said to him, Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a pigeon, and a young pigeon. Then he brought all these to him and cut them in two down the middle and placed each piece opposite the other. But he did not cut the birds in two. And when the vultures came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years. And all the nation whom they serve I will judge, excuse me, and also the nation whom they serve I will judge. Afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall return, they shall return here, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. And it came to pass, when the sun went down and it was dark, that, behold, there appeared a smoking oven and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, the Kenizzites, the Cadmonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Gergeshites, the Gergeshites, and the Jebusites. Genesis chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children, and she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please, Go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. And Abram heeded the voice of Sarai. Then, a then Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. Afterward, Abram, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, 
So he went in to Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Then Sarai said to Abram, My wrong be upon you. I gave my maid into your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between you and me. So Abram said to Sarai, Indeed, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. And, and when Sarai dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. Now the angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, by the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? She said, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. Then the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly, so that they shall not be counted for multitude. And the angel of the, and the, angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son, you shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. He shall be a wild man, his hand shall be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Then she called the name of the Lord, who spoke to her, You are the God who sees. For she said, Have I also here seen him who sees me? Therefore the well was called Be'er Lahairoi. Observe, it is between Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram named his son, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram. Verses 1 through 16, Genesis chapter 16. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be back.
group with the prayer thanks for listening to the hour of intercession here on american family radio we continue now reading through the word of god as we pick up now in the new testament the gospel of matthew matthew chapter 6 beginning at verse 1 take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them otherwise you have no reward from your father in heaven Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may, ha- that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask Him. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father 
who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness! No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Matthew chapter 7 Judge not that you be not judged, for with what judgment you judge, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, 
know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And so it was, when Jesus had ended these sayings, that the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Matthew chapter 8 When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Verses 1-4, through four, Matthew chapter 8. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. And as usual, before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today, and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, keep in mind in all of life there's no more important decision than making that decision to invite Him into your life. If you would like to make that step or to recommit your heart to the Lord, we invite you to simply pray this prayer with us at this time. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much. That you came into this world a long, long time ago. You lived. 
You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, I ask you, come anew into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Lord, make me the person you want me to be. You told us in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to live my life following you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we'd very much like to hear from you. I hear from you as soon as you have opportunity. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. And we'd like to share with you some spiritual growth uh, materials and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. So we certainly hope to hear from you. As always, we appreciate you being a part of our listening family. And keep in mind, if you'd like to receive some of the prayer tools or discipleship tools that we provide, we're glad to share those as well. Because one of our goals is to give you materials and resources that will help strengthen you in your walk with the Lord, you and your family in your walk and your life as disciples of the Lord. But also, please do forward them and share them with family, friends, and others. After you've received them as well, please forward them and share them so that others can come to know the Lord and others can grow up and grow strong in their new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We certainly hope you'll do that. You've been listening to the Hour of Intercessions. We've been reading through the Word of God. Our ongoing encouragement to you is that if you don't already have the habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, we'd encourage you to start that habit today. And parents, we'd like to encourage you to have each of your children to read three chapters out loud to you every single day. That's a habit that will bless your family and bless your home. Hope you'll do that starting today if you haven't already. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.